Welcome back to the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. My name is Andrew Hasley, and I am the host of the show. Today, we are sponsored by Vehement Visuals, which is my video production company. Nice. We produce uh, videos for businesses. We really help tell their stories in a compelling way. And uh, that's some of the main, that's one of the main things that we do, but we can also do other cool video projects like the one we're doing together. <laughs> very much needed nowadays. You're definitely in the right industry. That is very true. It's just accelerating more and more every year and it got super accelerated this year. Let's go. I like it. That's the first uh, sponsor for today. The second sponsor is actually the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. Uh, if you'd like for me to read a 15 to a minute long ad script at the beginning of every episode, and we do 20 episodes a month, roughly 20 episodes a month, uh, unless someone cancels, uh, <laughs> then uh, then we can make then we can make that happen. And uh, so so yeah, reach out to cosbusinesspodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to uh, ha- uh, to help sponsor the show. And uh, the third uh, uh, ad that I'd like to read is the Patreon for the Colorado Springs uh, business account, which is patreon.com slash cosbusiness. Uh, the Patreon account just has bonus content, bonus stuff. I have stickers over there for the patrons uh, that I'll be shipping out to the, the two patrons that we have on uh, have already. And I, I, I would like to actually shout them out at the beginning of this episode, uh, Nick Stobick and uh, Carlton Halsey, which is my brother. And uh, so, yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. You get your brother involved now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. <laughs> so, so there's like little memberships for the basically different membership tiers, different packages that you can get on the Patreon account. It basically turns the COS Business Podcast into its own uh, Netflix in a way, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's like a month, a little monthly uh, uh, pay. One, one, the first one's like $3, the second one's $5, the next one's $10. And each one has more value on it. Added on to it. You get a little bit more exclusive content. Yeah, a little, or, or a little bit more extra, extra stuff, extra services. Because I wanted to make it not feel like a donation platform. I wanted to actually provide value, and uh, so that's the that's the goal. So I mean, if you if you love what I'm doing, just with the the re- regular shows that are for free, uh, and want to help support, that'd be awesome too. You can join the Patreon. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> okay. That is all the ads for today. And uh, I'm going to introduce the guest. Today we have on Jeff Sprott uh, with Red Oak Exteriors. He was actually, I think, uh, the, what, the fourth or sixth episode? One of your first ones, yeah. but uh, yeah, happy to, happy to be back. Yeah, yeah, in the new studio space and all, and all, and everything, upgraded audio and not just my phone placed on a table. Yes, we are moving on up. Yes. I like it, I like it. You got your own spot downtown, nice and professional, so uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. So tell us uh, in, a, in a sentence or two what you do. Um, we are home energy efficiency experts, so we can take a look at your home and let you know where you're losing energy and making things a lot more efficient. Um, there's a, a, a big market for that because as we know, cost of utilities are going up and up. So, um, mm-hmm. we, uh, really want to make you more efficient, lessen your carbon footprint. Uh, but we also want to put more sustainable uh, products on your home. So every time a hailstorm's coming through Colorado Springs, we aren't just filling up landfills over and over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody knows about that. So uh, sometimes you'll replace your roof. And then uh, a couple of years ago, they got hit, you know, two weeks later, right after that. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that that's what we do at Red Oak Exteriors. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to get into that in this episode and also many other things. Uh, could be that or just go off track. It doesn't matter, matter to me, but uh, Let's go. I'm going to roll the intro music and we'll get started. Okay. This is a show where we have real conversations with entrepreneurs and business owners who are mostly in Colorado Springs doing things in the community of Colorado Springs. 
think I need a, a dry cleaner. This this jacket is starting to smell. Ooh, no, <laughs> I can't smell you. News to me. I, All right, I don't good, know. good. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's something that most people would be uh, reluctant to talk about on a podcast, but uh, hey, but, just so you know, listeners at home, he might be stinky, or you know, well, it's a good thing we can't smell through yeah. the internet. <laughs> yes, that is good. <laughs> Yet, <laughs> it could happen. Could happen. Yes. What I it would have to be like. I've I've thought about that a lot. I they would have to be like. I don't even know it. It might have to just alter the molecules in the space. Uh, or have little vials is what I was thinking. A little USB spray thing. Yeah. <laughs> so for whenever that is, you know, press this if you want to actually I would, smell. What's I was going thinking on. about it as like like it would be like three different vials that when mixed together can make any smell, and uh, but then I was thinking we don't want to have to fill up our smell vision every month or so. So I was like it has to somehow pull the energy or the, the stuff. Like like a regular TV would do. <laughs> you know, my, my first instinct is like, you know, nope, that's never going to happen. But, you know, there's so many things we thought that weren't going to happen that yes. actually did happen. So it actually could For sure. happen in it's, some... It's Elon Musk's next project. Could be, <laughs> absolutely. Or the next Elon Musk's next project. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, he's going to... I don't know, does he have kids? Uh, yes, a has, lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot of kids? Okay. Well, actually, I think go. one of his kids actually uh, passed away. Uh, oh, really? So yeah, he's he's gone through That's that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh great. great. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's. I think he's got to be like an alien from from out of space yeah. or something. Man, <laughs> the guy is on another level. So definitely, yeah. I, I I hope that we uh, get more Elon Musk out there because he's definitely uh, an advocate for change in a good way. He's a different thinker. Yeah. yeah. He definitely <laughs> looks at things at a different angle. So we need more of that. Mm-hmm. So for sure. So yeah. So about your business. Uh, so, uh, we've already talked about it on that on the previous episode, but we'll just retouch on on everything. So, so uh, we've already explained basically what you do. But so, like, I guess we'll just get into like how long you've been in business and how how you got brought to Colorado Springs. Well, we're about three and a half years old um, or young, I would say. Um, and we got brought in in 2016 for a hailstorm that came in. So mm-hmm. um, we were used to kind of running around the country and going wherever the latest hailstorm was and mm-hmm. um, and repair people's homes. Well, we traveled here and said, hey, we love it. You know, Why don't we just start a company here and stay here? Mm-hmm. Um, and voila, there's uh, Red Oak Exteriors. Nice. Um, and I also didn't want to be contingent on hailstorms. So we wanted to go the solar aspect of things. So, um, But it was kind of like you know, uh, how far do you commit with the solar when you already have the exterior stuff? So how do we kind of mesh Mm. that and hybrid together? Because if we just did nothing but solar, well, then we're dropping out the roofing and the siding, the windows, which I've, that's my 15 years of experience is is really in uh, uh, doing all that. So why don't we kind of merge that? And um, so many companies just do the solar without looking at the um, efficiency side of things. Okay. So uh, basically for every $1 you spend on uh, energy efficiencies for your home, you could save 5 to $10 on solar cost. Um, so it, it's uh, very beneficial. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and we're just talking like ceiling windows and doors, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, attic insulation. Um, but, you know, we, we go in there and we find out where those uh, anomalies are. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, get them patched up and make sure everything's nice and tight. And, and we and actually did a video uh, uh demonstrating how how you do that yes i almost absolutely. said how we do that but yep. i guess we're kind of like a team in a way <laughs> we did we did that yeah. was one of the, the you know andrew's videos check us up on our on our youtube and you can definitely see the video there mm-hmm. um on how to do an energy audit which is very very intense and you know it's a long process it was, that was the um you know uh, we call that the telluride 
energy um, uh, inspection or uh, audit. Now, I don't like the word audit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody does like the word no. audit, you know, <laughs> so it's like audit. I don't. So um, it's going to be uh, energy analysis. So the Telluride energy analysis, which is, you know, the creme de la creme, uh, you know, higher end. Um, is Telluride one word or is that Telluride? It's one word, okay. uh, but my grandmother, when I was a kid, we were skiing. She was like, I tell you, it was a ride. Okay, you know? <laughs> nice. Like, oh, grandma, it's a good, you know, uh, uh, a good little saying there. But, For uh, sure. I'm sure we're not the first, but uh, either way, that, you know, it's cute regardless. For sure. Uh, I like it. <laughs> we're trying to explain the different levels of energy um, mm-hmm. audit. So the, the first one, which is called uh, the Monarch, so that we come in there with a, um, a thermo camera and take a look around and let you know. Uh, you know, real basic stuff, uh, you know, exterior uh, inspection and uh, let you know uh, if you need more attic insulation, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it goes up to the keystone, which is uh, where we actually bring in the blower door. Um, that's uh, putting a 20 mile an hour uh, equivalent to 20 mile an hour wind through your home. What it's doing is it's pulling air out of mm-hmm. your home. So exacerbates any leaks or holes or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then uh, that we bring in like a $8,000 thermo camera um, and we bring in our, our audit, like uh, our inspection uh, specialty uh, person. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we grade your home, let you know on your envelope. Um, but then the Telluride is the, you know, the, the high end. So we look at your mechanical, um, we look at, uh, uh, look for phantom loads if for some reason you're just pulling some energy and you're not sure where the heck it's coming from okay try to track that down but appliances furnaces uh heater uh water heaters uh nothing no stone left unturned um and then your uh duct system uh if you're losing you know efficiency there if you got holes or cracks in your ducts um so we look at everything so again the monarch then keystone and then the telluride so nice three different ones and a lot of people they get uh they get solar panels to help save energy and potentially save money, and you take it to the next level. <laughs> exactly, it's kind of like why just throw a bandaid on the on the situation. Uh, every family's different, every home's different. It all tells a different story. So everyone has those different mm-hmm. needs, and really need those custom tailored, uh, you know, those needs. So instead of just throwing solar up without kind of asking any questions, we want to we want to find out what's going on. We want to be more sustainable. We mm-hmm. want to think about. Uh, you know, what we're leaving for our kids and, and those, those, uh, those questions that come up. So, um, the information that we get is very, very valuable. So we can kind of combine, Mm -hmm. um, that, uh, uh, the information we get with, um, a package that works for everybody. And it really makes the solar go so much further, Mm -hmm. you know? So when people, uh, get roofing, what's the typical route, uh, that they have to go, go through to do, to do that? Well, the typical route in Colorado Springs is they wait for a hailstorm or if they've already gotten a new roof. If it, say if you haven't gone through that process, you may have a roof that's only five years old and then all of a sudden you got a, you know, a hailstorm. Um, um, or, uh, you know, in the very rare situation, you, they just pay out of pocket to get a new roof. Um, but, uh, you know, we come out, we, we get things measured. And then, of course, we quote you and let you know uh, mm-hmm. what kind of products are, uh, we're really kind of uh, pushing um, you know, again, to be more sustainable. So, but like, it's usually through, through an insurance company, right? Yeah. I mean, I would okay. say 99% of Colorado Springs, it's, it's hail claim, uh, alley is okay. what, really what it is over here. So, um, uh, that's why our goal is, is we want to find out what materials really are more sustainable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, class four, class three, 
uh, and I have class two and class one, but you don't really get a discount from your insurance carrier. But those are all the different classifications for uh, materials that have been rated against hail and what they can withstand. Mm-hmm. Um, and all classes are, are, are not the same. So really class four is where most insurance carriers give you a discount and that protects up to a 1.75 inch hailstone. Um, and that's been tested to where it, it withstands for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but nothing's hailproof. Um, I think they should go a little bit further, class four, class five, class six, and so on, mm-hmm. uh, to find out really what each material does. Cause, um, every class four is not, they're not created equally. Okay. Um, some can withstand a lot more and some withstand not that much. Um, then how did they make that grade? It's, it's all, all standardized. So it, it's all tested with a, a 1.75 inch like ball bearing. Um, okay. And like I, one of these? Yep, yep. So I've got a couple um, cool little ball bearings. <laughs> so um, this right here is a one inch. It's just one inch. And just dropping that, I don't want to mess it's, up your It's kind of heavy. Like I mean, that, it's, you know. it's kind of all beat up anyway. Yeah, so. it's, it's <laughs> boom. That drops, it, it does some damage. I mean, we built an ice cannon. Yes. So <laughs> that's, a, it's really sweet. So it's ASTM. So it's not like something we just built in our backyard. Like, you know, we did, we did build in the backyard. Yeah, but, I was about to say. Um, but, but there's some real science and engineering yes. behind mm-hmm. it. Because so. you have a degree in, in, or is that something else? No, no. Um, so Jesse, um, Jesse has he's a, works with us. Yeah. Yes. He's, uh, he's an engineer and okay. he's, he's getting his master's um, in engineering and he has a, he's a, a TA right now. Um, so he, Really did the research was, hey, this is what we need to do to make things more scientific and, and make things uh, more usable data mm-hmm. information. Um, so we came up with this uh, ice cannon. So it's we can go anywhere from 25 to like 50 PSI. Um, so it's got an air pressure cabin in there. Uh, but then we have a barrel that we can switch off. We have a one inch, one and a half inch, and then two inch um, that okay. we can shoot from our cannon. Um and the goal is we want to test uh, a bunch of different class four materials, find out who's who's really doing the best of the different manufacturers yes. out there. Um, but then also uh, we want to take it the next step, which is looking at different siding products, mm-hmm. gutter products, um, all those different things to see what we can really make more sustainable. And it's going to be a comparison video, uh, essentially. And did you know that comparison videos work really well on YouTube? <laughs> yeah, yeah, evidently they do. And uh, the one thing that, you know, uh, we wanted to do, if anybody knows me, I'm all about the tech. I like, yes. I, like <laughs> I love connecting things and having cool gear and hardware and software and things that communicate and stuff together. Um, it's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword actually, because, you know, when it's going well, it's great. When it's mm-hmm. not going bad, oh, it makes me want to, you know, pull my hair out. But uh, uh, yeah. We, uh, is that why you cut your hair? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I, it, it needed to go. Yeah. It was too much in, in bed and waking up and having like a scratch and, you know, just all over the place. One thing I don't like is, up. or one thing I like about having long hair is not having to worry about haircuts. Uh, when you're actually growing it out on all sides, I, I cut my sides and now I have to maintain it. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm back on the schedule now. So yes. I have it in there. So like every, we're at five weeks now, every five weeks. I okay. It's scheduled out. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, you got You got to do what you got to do, right? For sure. It's, uh, it does. I mean, haircuts. It's it's interesting how how well a haircut can can just change your appearance uh, in a, in a good way. I'm thinking like you you take a homeless person off the street, you give them a haircut. They don't really look homeless anymore, even though they still are. But <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely it makes yeah. uh, those those show when you see the people, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the makeover and everything—it's pretty hardcore. Um, hey, I realized I didn't leave. My, I left my water in.
All right, we're back. We're back. <laughs> yes. I got water. You got to hydrate, man. Especially, that's why it's a, that's why it's a good idea for me to bring water bottles because we're talking. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I can see how that might come up. And yeah. I was like, ah, oh, man, right when we got going, I, it was almost like the second where we started. It was like, I love my water. Oh, yeah, and it was just, just bugging you. <laughs> it, you know, so I definitely wanted to get it because, uh, well, my mouth was getting a little parched. Yes. There you go. So. <laughs> All right, so I don't remember where we were, but... Uh, I think we we're talking about the different uh, videos and, and what we're planning on doing. So mm-hmm. um, yes. that is, uh, so there is a standard that they use to test all these classifications. Mm-hmm. So class four hail, it doesn't mean all shingles are equal. It doesn't at all. Some perform way better than others. In fact, I was on a- Do you think they'd make that? That's why you said you wish they had six, five, six, seven, because- Let's push they, it. They just stop at four. They just stop at four. So that means that things could get better, but not be classified better. Yeah. And four is one point seven five inch hail. Yeah, and we get, we get that, you yeah. know. Uh, but but you know, one one inch hail, as you'll see in our videos, it can damage uh, a, a shingle, no problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, it. Uh, yeah. Can, can I put can I put these shingles on my car? Um, I mean, I guess you could, uh, you probably scratch it up pretty good with all the granules and stuff, yeah. but, uh, you know, um, that's, I would, that's probably a really dumb idea. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you, we can spitball and shoot different <laughs> ideas out there. You know, how would we do that anyways? We yeah. would have to kind of very custom roofing. That's for sure. I don't know that it would really shed water the way we'd want it to, you know, we'd have to, you know, think about that, but, uh, um, the windows you can't really protect though. You know, I think probably. Um, just doing a mattress like you see sometimes on uh, when you're driving around when the hailstorms mm-hmm. are coming. You'll drive around in a different neighborhood. You see people in Colorado Springs. I so see someone throw like three pillow, three pillows on top of their their car, and that was it. And they were small pillows. They too. put all their blankets on there yeah. and, and wrap it around it or or whatever. So uh, you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. You know? I would I would, but I I never pay attention to the weather unless I'm filming outside. <laughs> this is true. This is true. So um, I wouldn't. Just make sure you got full coverage. Otherwise, but I know everybody can't have full coverage. Or, For sure. You know, or you just have a beater and you don't care. You already have hail damage on it and you don't really mm-hmm. care. So, uh, you know. Well, I heard that uh, hell can total a car. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I know that, that blew my mind. I was like, how does that even happen? Like, like the water just ruins it once it gets in or? Well, I mean, it busts out the glass and your headlights. The and then you get the, the all the little creases where the, the panels and stuff you know, meat for your body. And when, when those are busted, it's, it's really hard. Like PDR can only go. So paintless dent repair mm-hmm. can only go so far. Um, when they get hit so much to the point where it flakes the paint, mm-hmm. then you have to repair that, smooth it out. And then it get prepped to paint too. So it's a lot more work, um, than like just a, you know, a little one inch hail that does little dings or something like mm-hmm. that. So, uh, so what classifies as total total mean that it doesn't run or, or, it, or just cost more to fix it than to, like, I mean, it's different for every car. So if you've got a car that's valued at say, you know, $5,000 and you've got full coverage, well then, you know, um, you know, it's not going to take that much body work to get it up to being totaled. So I think okay. it's 75%. I don't know. 75%. I don't know. I'm not a PDR guy. It is a p- percentage uh, of the cost. I, I'm pretty sure they, they say the value, the car's valued at $5,000. Once you get up to 3750 or whatever that is, then, um, you know, yeah. Then, it, it's then you might as out. well get another car. Yeah. For, for and then 5, that's where gap <laughs> insurance and stuff like that comes in. So if you do get busted up like that, especially with a brand new car, your car depreciates. So, mm. so if you if you if you paid forty thousand dollars for a car, and then as soon as you drive off the lot, what it drops down to thirty thousand. You know, just yeah, like that's that. weird, dude. <laughs> so then they have gap insurance. So then. Mm-hmm. 
if that car got totaled that same day, then they would pay $30,000, the value for that car, minus your deductible, of course. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and then uh, your gap insurance would take in the difference. But if you don't have gap insurance, then you're just going to... You're just going to have to buy another used car for $30,000. Yeah. <laughs> and still have a loan on it. That's horrible. Yeah, that'd suck. That's a bad, yeah, bad situation. I'm so sorry for all the people that's happened to out yeah. in Colorado Springs because it definitely, definitely happened to a lot of people. So mm-hmm. that just, uh, I have a friend who um, her uh, Tesla SUV got smoked in 2018. Okay. And uh, I think she was still going back and forth with the bank on what to do because they weren't paying the correct amount because it's a $100,000 car. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so she still hasn't got it. They're still not settled and it just got hit again in the 2000 or here in this storm is a month and a half ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, ouch. Yes. Not cool at all. So. I was driving through, uh, I was driving back from Kansas City uh, a few months ago with a rental car and there was a storm ahead. It was like, it was like, an hour into nighttime. I like we were starting with a rental car. Instead, yes. You know, not your personal car. So that's good. Yeah. It wasn't good because I didn't get the insurance. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so, uh, so I was driving and I was like, oh, maybe I should find a gas station and stop. I was like, uh, I won't drive through the storm, even though I could see it clear ahead of me. But I couldn't really see it because it was dark. Couldn't see exactly where it was, but I knew it was kind of in the direction I was heading towards. Mm-hmm. And so I tried looking online to see where it was. Was it at night? Was it what? It was nighttime. Oh, it was nighttime. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It, it was okay. like that's, an hour into dark. Uh, yeah, that's much tougher. And, okay. and so I, I just like, you know, I really got to make it. I got to make it back uh, so that the so that I get the car back in time so I don't get charged more. And uh, I kept driving and then like 15 minutes into it, it just started hailing on the car. And I was like <gasps> freaking out. Like, oh my God, I should have got the insurance. Like freaking out. It's like I was almost certain that there was damage on it. Mm-hmm. And I went out. I pulled over afterwards. It looked clean as a whistle. Like, okay. It was Good. like. Ah, that was so good. But there was an SUV that got like blown off the road. Oh wow! Uh, like uh, not an SUV, but a eighteen-wheeler, uh, a, a camper. Oh, camper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Someone's One camper just got okay. blown. Like I seen him drive past me uh, when I pulled over, and like he was just kept going with it. Like it's like should have pulled over. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that I would hope they're all right. But uh, yeah, <laughs> this is a little story of uh, always get the the car insurance. Can. It sounds like you got lucky there. Yeah, um, we've had to pull over underneath some overpasses sometimes. But the little, the small hail, it's it's loud, and you're going whoa. Like, I, I don't know. I what was that's certain doing. that I had some damage, and just none. Yeah. So I was like, "There's probably more dog hair than than anything." You know, all hail like isn't built the same. Okay. And uh, that's why you know that class four, it's up to one point seven five, and it, it, they're just not all built the same. I I looked at a roof uh, that was done. Um, and it was a class four impact resistant shingle installed within two years, uh, the last storm. And it was just absolutely just hammered, uh, uh, really tough. They need a new hammer, hammered uh, roofing. Uh, yeah, term yeah. means it's totaled. It, yeah. it, it's damaged. <laughs> it has to be replaced. Um, and then the roof next door that we had done, um, which was actually a, a malarkey uh, a Vista mm-hmm. um, uh, the legacy, the class four. Vista is a class three. Legacy is a class four. Didn't have a scratch on it, man. Same exact storm, and they're both class four shingles. They're both mm-hmm. class four shingles. So where was where was that supposed to work? Where were know? they located? Uh, south part of town. Um, okay. So close to each other. Yep, yeah, right next door. Oh, we had oh, done right next door. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And so 
I uh, was that the was, one? Okay, maybe I missed a part of the story. Did you say it was your old house? It was my old okay. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. And then another uh, uh, house in that neighborhood that we had done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was uh, we've recently switched to uh, Malarkey, mm-hmm. um, which is our main shingle. And uh, I don't, I don't know that I want to start naming other shingle manufacturers uh, quite yet. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, you get. Uh, uh, you can get uh, nasty and get some cease and desist letters and this so, and that. So, so we're, oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Especially being a business. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, so we're making a video uh, and Jeff's going to test out these singles for himself. Mm-hmm. And it's on them if, if they're singles. I'm not, but yeah, I'm yeah. not getting paid by anybody to do anything. In fact, you know, we're really lucky to have the resource to be able to do this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm really trying to think this thing through because I want to do, maybe, maybe we do a plexiglass back ground you know what i mean so like instead of uh regular osb decking for roofing uh which is just plywood mm-hmm. right instead of doing that we do a plexiglass uh, i was that? just thinking because it's all about the back side of that shingle mm-hmm. so um class four doesn't necessarily mean that uh the, the shingle may look beat up um so but as long as the matting doesn't tear in the back that's what the carrier you know um and what anybody should really conclude, hey, it held up or not. So um, with older non-class 4 shingles, when the hail hits it, um, can look pretty gnarly on the top, but it rips the actual shingle. So it really, it literally creates a hole, mm-hmm. you know? So that's why they want to replace your roof, your insurance carrier, because you've got holes everywhere all mm-hmm. over your roof. Um, and the SBS, which is the backing uh, that makes a difference between class 4 and non-class 4 shingles, um, holds up um, better than, than a non, uh, class three or four, uh, shingles. So, um, I'm not sure I got to think, think that one through, or we may just pull it up, you know, pull the shingle up and look underneath it and see what it is. But, uh, um, so the plexiglass, what's the purpose of it? So maybe we could be able to put a camera on the backside of that too, mm-hmm. and then be able to see if it actually tore the shingle or not. Um, otherwise we just pull up the shingle and look underneath it and see if it actually tore the shingle or not. Um, so as you know that we've got a high-speed camera and we want to get some yes. really cool shots. Um, I've learned a lot there. High-speed so. and specifically what's the frame yes. frame rate? Yes. Have you had a chance to work with any high-speed cameras? Uh, no, I haven't. So I'm very excited. <laughs> this is a crazy, uh, you know, genre of filmmaking and stuff. These mm-hmm. cameras are ridiculous. You know, mm-hmm. hundreds of thousands of dollars for these cameras. And yes. Stuff. So it uh, and hundreds of thousands of frames can up to up to that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the, it's like uh, so slow mo. The opposite, I guess. It's it's really super super fast. Mm-hmm. As in it'll record up to you know a uh, thousand frames in a second or maybe 10,000 frames in a second or if you want to go really high you can go higher but mm-hmm. yeah it ain't it there's ain't a great. camera that uh was able to track a light beam going through a coke bottle like it was that's how fast this camera was like it was like a lot of frames i don't remember i don't remember the exact frame it's was it like a laser it was a light beam going through oh yeah it, so this all the light actual penetrating yeah it's penetrating as it in like as, it, as it, like in yeah, light speed at light speed which is like 183,000 miles per second <laughs> per second so it's like they have to like your engineer could probably do the math right now to 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 we could actually probably figure out how fast that thing was going. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> We'd have to look into that and mm-hmm. uh, uh, see. Holy, that's that's. That would crazy. mean if it's uh, if if light moves at 100 and 183,000 miles per second, mm-hmm. uh, we would have to at least be 183,000 miles per second uh, frame rate, uh, at least. And yeah, so it's like, it's a lot. <laughs> do the math and how far it 
goes this way and then figure out how many seconds this is and mm-hmm. how many frames is being shot in that in that time so um yeah, uh, yeah. kind of a kind of a mind it, it is and, it, and it's it's a uh, it's technology that we we didn't have before uh we weren't able to observe the speed of light before mm-hmm. until that kind of technology <laughs> so it's like I, I know that we didn't even uh, what's his name like Galileo or something like that he he concluded that the speed of light was was instant uh, there, that there was no speed. There was, was no, yeah, because that he had no way to measure. Yeah, uh, no way to even think about. Like, well, now we can <laughs> confirm, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it Einstein that that figured out the the speed of light, yes, or I at think, least I put think his, so. his formula on it, and then now we can, if you can, from that video, we could actually literally prove that theory. Yeah, uh, <laughs> find out exactly what the speed is, but just for like sure, obviously they did. So sounds sounds like it. That's incredible. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so uh, uh, is there any specific thing you'd like to promote today? Um, it's getting into the winter time and we are going to be doing some more energy audits. We can't really do energy audits when it's weather like this. We need a Delta, a difference for all of our military friends out there. The Delta. Nice. <laughs> um, so say if it's 70 degrees inside your home and then it's only 75 degrees outside, um, our, 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 uh, blower door will be pulling in that five degree difference, but it's super hard for our thermo camera to actually pick to see that difference. The difference because when you're pulling in cold air in a warm house, you can see it leaking through all the spots. Like mm-hmm. I got to witness it in that video we did. Check out Red Oak Exteriors YouTube to, to really absolutely <laughs> for this next video and some of these previous videos. And you do find just the, the oddest little spots, you know. Yeah. And the obvious ones are like your attic space and stuff like that. But then around your your windows and stuff, you'll get little leaks in there. So. Um, yeah, so we need that difference. Uh, mm-hmm. So when it, it's getting colder and it's at least, say, you know, 50 degrees or 40, uh, really it'd be nice to be like 30. So we have some play. So um, if it starts to warm up 10 or 11 o'clock, that we don't have to quit mm-hmm. because, you know, now there's only a 10 degree difference and we need that 20. Uh, so you're going to be doing a lot, a, lot of, a lot of audits here. We're going to be pushing out a lot more. Um, Oh yeah, <laughs> audit analysis. Analysis. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. We will be doing a lot of the analysis. Um, <laughs> the uh, Keystone and Telluride is where we bring mm-hmm. bring in the blower door. Um, so doing those energy analysis, um, which uh, which is cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's there's this. You ever heard of like transhumanism, uh, where people want to modify their bodies and. Just uh, do all that stuff. Well, there's some like... Is that like Elon Musk and the chip that they're talking about? I guess in your so, brain? yeah. That would be like that a little okay. bit. And that chip probably could help you. There, there probably could be an app for what I'm about to say. But mm-hmm. there's, there's some, there, you can get some glasses or you can even modify like... You can get your, give yourself extra senses. Like if you put magnets in your fingers, you can sense sense metal okay. or you know, okay. just different kinds of senses. But uh, these people, they had these glasses that they created uh, that, that were like... Uh, uh, that detected heat waves. Yeah. Uh, and like he was walking around with them, and he's like, the like when you don't have a sense, you don't know. Uh, but when you have a sense, there's certain you as you're like, it's like an added sense. Like imagine being like snakes have heat vision. Uh, so they're like experimenting with the sixth sense. This this extra sense. And so he, he was saying that when when he would go out, he could see what cars had just got there, like the ones that ones that parked and what cars didn't, because you could see the heat. Did he have? Uh, did he have uh, dreadlocks and uh, a mask on and oh, a yeah. little thing that he could put on his wrist here? Yeah. Is that, is that Predator? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, no, mean, no. that's exactly what we're talking about, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. Sense. He's just hitting these different things going, we're going, well, well what is he saying now? You know, that's. But yeah. I was just thinking like, that that'd be like, it's it's interesting how like 
the applications for it, we just don't know of them really yet. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the the advan the advantageous uh, parts of them that just are just that, that, that it's just gonna be interesting. Sensing magnets, <laughs> you know, they're so powerful. And but it seems like it's too late by the time you would sense it because you know how magnet works. You know, once it grabs a hold, mm-hmm. then it then it you know once you're that close to it, then it usually clicks and it's gonna connect. You know. So. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't want it to pull pull out through your fingers. Yes. It'd be, it would be a weak magnet, and you would just be able to sense. I I heard these people that had the magnets in their in their hands. They can like. Sense Wi-Fi or something like that. They can sense certain oh, waves yeah, and stuff that like makes that. Makes total sense. Probably yeah. LTE and now new 5G and all mm-hmm. that. All the different frequencies that are going around and stuff. Yeah, that makes total and sense. And you just yeah. be able to, to to sense those a little bit. It's I don't know the applications for it, but I mean there could be some. Uh, just now, yeah. Would you have better <laughs> cell phone signal by holding just your phone up there? Yeah, Who knows? <laughs> exactly. And you like install an app for that. It's, yeah, uh, exactly. Install mm-hmm. a Neuralink app for, for that. There you go. Yeah, that Neuralink, uh, uh, our last episode we did on last Friday, me and Evan Evan Litford, uh, we talked about that a little bit, went deep into the, the Neuralink. And I, I could see Elon Musk being brought up on this uh, show a lot just because I'm a, I've, I'm a big fan of his, you know. I'm a, Gary Vee has been brought up on this show a lot. I've actually, like over the last month, I've kind of like tried to back off from bringing him, bringing him up so much. What, because, Gary Vee or? or uh, Gary Vee. Gary Vee, yep, yep. <laughs> kind of. Kind of replaced it with Elon a little bit, just because I just talk about him so much because I have so much influence from him. No, absolutely, and um, I loved uh, Gary Vee. Yeah, yeah. Times my brother who really um, uh, influenced uh, or, or told me about him, and then and then he actually met him once a little get together in Houston. And, nice. You know, he got the got the selfie and sent it to me, but nice. You know, <laughs> he, he he makes me feel lazy, so I'm trying to take a step back and like, oh, okay, uh, okay. how can I be more efficient? Um, if he makes you feel lazy, look at David Goggins. He'll yeah, really make ooh, you feel lazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that guy is. Uh, he didn't quit. Didn't know know the word quit. No, no, he doesn't. Absolutely. <laughs> he he runs until he's got broken toes. Like <laughs> that's what he was doing, you know, just running and running. And you're saying that like everything in his body is telling him to stop because, mm-hmm. but then he evidently you keep on going and then you plateau through to this new yeah. pain threshold that your body was undiscovered, and now uh, you can keep on going. And it's it's and there's even more than that too, like the mental part of it, because he was like running. He did a hundred mile uh, a race with massive fucking thighs, like like that. By that I mean like he could he was benching a lot at that time. Yeah. It was like when he first that was when he first got into running and he decided to go for a hundred mile. So he's just running for a hundred miles like with all this like weight, extra weight, and like he broke. Like his feet, like his toes, like like while running and just kept running with broken toes. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 that's an interesting fella right there. <laughs> yeah, well, he said it. He did it, so I don't think I have to. Yeah, <laughs> you know for sure. You know that's. I need to start running a little bit more. Yeah, I was running, it, you know. it motivates me to at least do more. Yeah, uh, and to to really exercise. And I've been I've been studying. Not studying, but I've been like just trying to get myself in better shape and mentally and and, and physically as well. And uh, so I've been trying to run within the first hour of waking up uh, because apparently oh that, you are okay that help that helps you sleep better at night if you run within the first hour of waking up or do any kind of exercise of waking up because it's good. You can kind of help you skip coffee too. At least yeah, get you going. Yeah, get you get you going. Though I really do get an, get an energy drink first. Still, anyways. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> get a little kick, a little shot to yeah, get yeah, you going. Yeah. Okay. I just got a. There's a lot of things that I want to get a line in my, in my life that I haven't yet, and that I could I think could help me go further faster. 
and uh, that's what I'm working on and just putting into work and make, getting things done. I'm editing two video business cards this week. Uh, we're doing a video shoot, and literally on next Tuesday, I'm doing a, a video for for Naomi right here. Uh, uh, she's got this really cool dance project sh that she's put together. It's like a really she wrote out like a whole like choreographed like a whole screenplay basically for it. It's like '80s theme. Uh, but yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of that as well. That's good. And uh, so so how long are you running? How uh, far are you running? Uh, not very long. Uh, I would like to run run longer. I'm really just pushing myself to to get you know 15 minutes in, you know, 15 minutes of straight running, or or mm -hmm. you know just going to Palmer Park and running all the way to where the peak, where the where the the overlook is. Okay. And then like just getting to that overlook and then looking back, looking around for a little bit, breathing in the air mm -hmm. and sometimes maybe do a meditation session right there. And then, uh, then I'll run back to my car and I just want to like not take up too much time. I would like to run for an hour straight. I'd also like to meditate for an hour straight. I haven't done either of those yet. And those would be uh, pretty hard. <laughs> you know, um, I listened to, uh, was it Michael um, uh, Shelley or I'm, I'm chopping this thing up. I got to look it up, but it's Mike. He's on YouTube mm -hmm. and uh, that's what I use to actually meditate and stuff, okay. uh, which is really cool. Um, I don't want this to start playing any audio. I've been using uh, the Calm app, even though there's a there's a paid version for it and I haven't got that yet. But uh, uh, Michael Seeley, there you go. Okay. Um, S-E-A-L-E-Y, Michael. And he's got all kinds of different meditations and stuff and um, calming your mind to being more productive to killing bad habits. Um, mm -hmm. And that's really good. Like, cause I think it's like, really busy and it, you need that time. Yeah. You know? Meditation is really important, but it's like after like running like hard and then like you're at like at this beautiful overlook of Colorado Springs mm -hmm. and you just, you just, after you just ran a meditation is like hits at a, hits at a different level. Like, cause you're like, you're just like kind of there and then you kind of like, Okay, let's like bring it down. It makes it's, it. it feels really good. Like there's there's a high that you get from it. Yeah, uh, and it's 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 runner's high. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then like you got that runner's high, and then you're meditating on the runner's high. Okay, so it's like it's it's pretty cool. So like the first like I'm, I I struggle with, and like David Goggins helps me with that. Uh, when you first start running, the first minute or two can be like. You want to give up within like the first minutes. Like there's yeah. that there's that no, no, little no. Yeah, that's that little thing. But after you get going. past that and you push yourself past that first minute and you're like you're like three or four minutes into it, uh, it comes again. But then you're like I just got through the first one. I can get through. And then you're like I'm almost to the summit or I'm I'm almost to the the overlook. Why would I give up now? Yep. And then like I'm telling my like it's crazy how this self talk actually like you have to have that uh, in there. It's like don't you're almost there. Like you, keep, keep it going. Keep, keep it going. going. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like why would you give up now? Like <laughs> and like doing that trickles down into other parts of your life. Like if I'm editing and I have like a long editing uh, run that I have to do essentially, yep. like get through the first hour and like, it's like, no, keep going for another hour. Push yourself a little longer. Push yourself a little longer on editing. And editing is, uh, editing is like a creative uh, task uh, a lot of the time. Sometimes it's, it's pretty, uh, sometimes it's just like, you know, uh, monotonous on certain parts of it, mm -hmm. but it is a creative task. So you can drain, you can drain that creative, uh, uh, that Part creative side of your, your brain. You can drain that easily. And uh, so a lot of times with editing, I'll have to like break it down into like sessions uh, throughout throughout the day. Uh, but if I could, it's like I've had, I remember when I first started YouTube, uh, I was doing a daily vlog and there was days where I would be editing for 12 hours straight. Whoa. Like I would take like a break and, and you know, eat, but it's like how, I don't even know how I did that. Like, <laughs> 
Like I wasn't even getting paid. And then how long was your video? <laughs> uh, it, they ran, they ran, ran from like five to twenty minutes. Depending. And so that was just editing your video, though. Yes. But that was that in the beginning of your editing kind it's of my my filmmaking career, kind of kind of when you way. first started doing. Yes. That. So yes. you were still getting used to you know uh, whatever you use, I guess Photoshop, uh, CC, uh, Adobe or Premiere. But Adobe I mean Premier, editing yep. editing in any software, it's still yeah. there's a learning curve. Absolutely. And uh, getting getting and really like ingraining that. Yeah. Uh, talk about like doing the work. Like I was doing the work. You're putting the work in. Absolutely. <laughs> and, Twelve hours for a twenty minute video or, yeah, or yeah. five minute video. Yeah. For sure. And like I mean, as you get as you get uh as you do it more, you get better. And like f there's still certain times where it surprises me why it takes so long. Like I don't understand. Like that last video we did, I don't understand why that one was taking me so long. Oh, the roofing it, video. Yes. And we but, go through all the different yeah, what's but, this and what's that. Yeah. But it was it it did take me like a like five times longer than I would have expected. And I, it's just those things that just come out of nowhere that you don't. That well, you're kind of forced to like learn all these different things that you, it's not your, you know, your trade. Mm -hmm. So you're having to kind of learn and understand uh, what we're talking about exactly. And it's kind of in an alien space. So um, I totally, you know, respect the grind and the hustle you got to do to get, to get that done. For sure. If you don't know, you either got to call the person you're working with or B, you have to Google and just mm -hmm. do research and figure it out. And that's what's cool about uh, being the video guy for businesses. Uh, I've I get to experience so many different industries. Yeah, I did a video for a bounty hunter recently. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah. That How's was that? we went on a ride along. Did you go? And, did you? Okay, okay. Uh, the, we went on a ride along without filming. Like it was all screenplayed. Uh, it was all, all scripted. The film we actually did, but we went on the ride along before I wrote the screenplay okay. to really get a feel of what they did, and. Uh, it was pretty cool, you know, going out there and like intense and fun. Like I wasn't, I wasn't scared at all. Yeah, okay. <laughs> For okay. some reason, I don't know why. Maybe I'm weird. But you guys creeping out somebody? And yeah, watch him. We like we know he's in there. We know he's in. We're just watching. They did. Uh, they did run up on a house. Uh, went to the front door and like I was watching how they have one dude watching on one side while one dude's going around and another dude. And, okay. And uh, we, there was no one at the house though. Uh, but you know, it's it's interesting. Like. Certain things scare me and certain things don't. And it's weird which ones do and which ones don't. Like, for some reason, I get nervous when I'm in the hood in Kansas City. Uh, even though I've been there a lot, uh, but... and Ooh, East St. Louis? Uh, no, Have you ever been there? Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. Because similar uh, similar uh, homicide rates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we hell chased once. Okay. There, and my <laughs> boss was like, you're going to go in there and sell. And it was just like... There were literally police officers who would see us. We were going to like do an adjustment with an insurance adjuster because they had hail damage mm -hmm. and they would literally go, no, 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 you just need to get out of here. And then they would like literally like escort us out all the time. Oh, I mean, it wow. Was, it was in, in Was that St. Louis so. or Kansas City? East St. Louis. Okay, East St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so East St. Louis, I think, is even has a, a worse homicide rate. <laughs> uh, like one of the, but it's it's up there with Kansas City. Like it's it's pretty bad, but like. I know lots of people who live there. Uh, one of my friends right now would be laughing at me for saying that because <laughs> he, he lives there every day his whole life. That's just uh, how it is. <laughs> and, uh, you know, some, some things just make me nervous. Like, I can do that. I, I can go on a ride along uh, and not be afraid. No big deal. Yeah, maybe it's because there's people who have guns. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't been on a ride along, so I don't know exactly yeah. what that's like. But I'm sure it's a little, especially if you know you're, like, tracking somebody. Yeah, yeah. Trying to find them and, and get that going, so. Yeah, yeah, but I guess uh, we're running up uh, close to an hour, so I guess cool. we'll we'll close this out. It's been a fun conversation, and like I said, I love it when we go off rail. Uh, <laughs> I want I wanted to say one more time, we are going to have that video coming out, and I only yes. showed that that one inch. This is the one inch, and then we have the one point five, yes. and then of course we have the.
two inch. This does some real, real damage on this thing. So it's going to be fun. We have the slow-mo camera. We're going to put it mm -hmm. all together. Uh, thanks for, of course, having me on. Definitely. So. All right. Well, we'll see you guys on the next episode of the Colorado Springs Business Podcast. And bye-bye. Okay. <laughs> bye, guys.